All right, guys. So what is up? Um, welcome back to another episode of Dougster Bob Discussions, where we just talk about BMX and we learn more together. I have a lot of fun doing these. This is officially episode three, if we're counting the... Is this... This is the third one. I mean, not counting the first test one that I did. So that's super exciting. Uh, for you guys that have been around, big shouts outs to you for being a part of it. This is going to grow, and I'm so excited that you're a part of it so early. Now, we've got a lot to talk about. I found some good information here that you guys are going to love to hear. So let's just get right into it. The Dugster Bomb Mission. Growing BMX by making it fun and easy to understand. For some of us, it's an escape. For others, it's a passion. But for all of us, it's a lifestyle. you're letting me teach you everything that I know about it. So the first thing I wanted to talk about is Mutiny Bikes is coming back? Question mark. Uh, if you guys don't know what Mutiny is, you've probably not been riding that long. They're a brand that's been around long, long, long ago. And I think I want to say like three years ago, they, they finally shut down I had a Mutiny Lucifer frame way back. I bought from this guy that, that was in Crucis. Uh, he takes pictures. His name is Chris. But I bought this Mutiny Lucifer frame off of him because my frame broke and I just needed a frame. So I think I paid 200 bucks for this used frame. And I want to say I got maybe a year out of it. It, it eventually broke. The top tube snapped. But it was, it was an okay frame. Um, I think it was really heavy. But that was, that was a while ago. So from what I understand is they're just kind of planning to keep it low key, run small batches of parts and frames out. And they have a guy here in the US that's welding them, putting it together, and they haven't really said a whole lot about it. Now, I did read about this on a vital BMX form. They have lots of information about what's going on and people chime in their input. So if you're curious, go check that out. There's a lot to read about. Now, somebody on this thread was going to every single comment and disliking it. So this person must hate Mutiny or hate the people commenting. I'm going to say they, they're not really a fan that Mutiny's coming back. And from what I've heard, Mutiny was not the best to deal with uh, for customer service type stuff and things like that. Dave Lawrence put a post about he had a frame that split. So he had this Mutiny frame. He won it at a jam, if I remember. And the top tube was splitting. So this is what he says. Um, I've heard a handful and then a buddy got a brand new frame that was donated by Mutiny for a jam. Wrote it for two days based on his Facebook post and it had a ripple. Mutiny apparently told him that that was fine. So he wrote it for another week at Parks and the top tube split open. There's a picture of it in like mid top tube. It was split right there. And then Mutiny wouldn't do anything for him. Not even a crash replacement discount towards a new one. They pretty much just said, that sucks, man, uh, get a new frame, which assuming that this is true, assuming this whole thing's true, uh, Mutiny, you know, it's hard to say, but like we, p brands in BMX, just BMX in general is a really entitled sport. Like I, I was a part of it, you know, growing up, I got pretty good. I felt like I was entitled to be sponsored just because of how good I was. And on the grand scheme of things, I wasn't that good. But to me, I felt entitled for it, right? 
brands feel like they start a BMX brand, they're entitled for support. They're entitled to, uh, to make it. And that's not the case. I mean, if that's how they deal with their, uh, their warranty and stuff, well, obviously there's, there's more to the story as to why they'd go out of business. Like people would choose to not buy where Sunday Odyssey has an excellent warranty. You just reach out, you say, Hey, uh, this is broken. Boom. You got a new part. So brands that can't keep up with that, honestly, they're, they're going to phase out and that's just how it happens. So hopefully with them revamping, starting these low key frames, they can really focus on the customers who do support them and the people who buy from them by giving them an excellent experience and grow the brand that way, instead of throwing a bunch of money into trying to scale, but then not actually being able to handle it. Uh, it, I'm curious to see how it goes and I'm going to be keeping out for some updates on that. Am I a fan? Not really. The, uh, the whole mutiny brand seems to be more around like grungy type BMX stuff. And, and that's not how my brand is. So I don't, I don't really like the way that that correlates. And I mean, some people are into it, like the bone death stuff. Um, that that's a whole different section of BMX where people are into that kind of crazy weird grungy stuff so some people are going to be hyped on it american made is always a good story so if they've got a guy here making american made frames you know they're going to be pretty decent now the question is can they convince people to buy can they take care of their customers time will tell we will see but i'm curious as to if fbm will do the same thing my BMX history is not very good, but FBM was a brand that was around when I was starting and as I was getting better in BMX. And they just kind of made, um, I mean, they had some complete bikes. They just tried their hand at a BMX brand. They were not that successful because I want to say a year ago, they finally completely, you know, said, hey guys, this is it for us. We're not able to continue going. And it would be interesting to see if they kind of go down the same path. They keep it low key, maybe make some smaller parts just to just to be a part of BMX. I mean, maybe it's not frames, maybe it's just clothes and stuff like that. But this is something that we kind of see a lot is brands try to scale up too fast and just ultimately can't keep up. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm curious to see what happens with FBM because that's another brand that kind of went out here in the last few years. But we'll see what happens with Mutiny. What is your opinion on Mutiny? If you guys have heard of Mutiny, if you haven't, look it up and, and read a little bit of history and see if you like the parts. I did see uh, a prototype of the frame that they're working on. It looks beautiful. It's very beautiful. The welds are absolutely perfect. So I'm kind of excited to see what happens. Next, we have a, a jam we're going to talk about that happened in Australia. Again, this was on, on Vital. Uh, they posted a recap video of it, and it was just kind of fun to watch. So it's an Australian jam called Off the Couch Jam. And what I wanted to talk about was just the amount of send that these Australian guys have. Maybe it's the same where you guys ride and where you guys are at, but I have two friends that I met at Woodward from Australia, Liam and Jack, and they both just send it. And it's weird stuff. Like Liam will do bry flips. He'll do the lowest front flips you've ever seen. He landed a double front flip at Feast. Uh, Jack does bike flips and just uh, low front flips. Maybe it's just an Australian thing. So they had, you know, some crazy Australian riders and it opened up with two guys riding a bowl. And what I thought was interesting is just the flow they had, but they would train each other 
one of the guys would just blast incredibly high. The other guy would go under. And over under in BMX, I've seen a handful of times, it scares, scares me to death because it just seems... Imagine, imagine you're following your friend. Your friend pops up in airs, really nice high air. And you're trying to go under him. But unfortunately, he goes down right into you like a, a wrecking ball. And you are just obliterated. Uh, that, that's what I think of any time I see people doing that. It does not sound fun at all to me. Um, but these guys pulled it off. But then the crazy thing is that the, the guy went under, okay? And then the other guy landed. And then he did an opposite air on the other quarter while the, the guy that went under the first time is also going under on this opposite air. And then I was like, okay, this is crazy. Um, and then they switched over to a skate park sesh with some locals and just, again, crazy Australian guys. They were all session a bank. And I saw things like Nolly 720, uh, what's after 720, a 900, a three double whip out of a bank. Guys, this isn't out of a quarter. This isn't into an airbag. This is out of a freaking bank. Foot plant front flips over a couch. It was just insane. So this goes back to what we talked about in the last podcast. If you guys remember, we talked about a little bit of the difference between a contest and a jam. These guys were sending it way harder than anyone would in a contest because in a contest, in a contest, you kind of have to be conservative. You don't want to throw your biggest things because you don't want to mess up, lose points, and you also don't want to get hurt. Whereas a jam, you get just like the good vibes going and everyone gets sendy. And this is a perfect example of this. It was crazy to see. Everyone was having a good time. Everyone was killing it. Check out that video on Vital because it really is worth watching. The next thing we're going to talk about is some drama. Now, I only saw two, two dramas, but the first one was a post from Sabrosa. It was a guy in a car and then a guy getting gas. And I was like, this is annoying. Why are they posting this, right? But then I read the caption. Let me read you guys the caption because this is crazy. Police emoji, police car emoji. Update. Suspect has been arrested. <laughs> police car emoji, police emoji. Then this says, Attention Orlando homies. Police are looking for this asshole who hit a BMX rider and drove off. The accident happened on, anyway, you guys don't care where it happened. It happened in Florida. But it says the rider is doing okay, but was dragged about half a mile. If anyone has any info, contact the Winter Springs Police Department or even DM us and we'll pass along the info. <laughs> Dude. That's crazy. First of all, glad the homie's okay. Second of all, he got drugged by a car for half a mile and then the guy drove away. So I'm glad they found him. I hope, I hope somebody was able to, to throw a few punches in there before he went to jail or whatever they decided to do. But I mean, I'll talk about this Sean Burns interview later with, with almost getting hit by a car, but that's kind of one of my biggest fears. Or more so, maybe not getting hit by a car because usually that happens at like a low speed, you know, they see you, they mash their brakes, you get kind of bucked over onto the windshield, whatever, you, you'll be okay. But imagine going super fast over a gap and a car pulls out in front of you and you just right into it. That, that would not be fun. I mean, neither would be fun, but this guy got drugged half a mile. That would extra not be fun. So it was cool to see the BMX community, like it had thousands and thousands of likes, BMX community working together to find the guy that hit a fellow BMX rider. I think that's really cool. And that is some drama. People were not very happy. The second part of drama 
talks about Nigel Sylvester, who could probably be in the drama section every single week, but I haven't seen too much. If you guys don't know who Nigel is, you'll have to do some research. Uh, I'll give you a quick backstory. He was a very popular, very good BMX rider. I think he's rode for Animal for a long time. I'm not too sure, but he uh, quickly, I don't know how to say it, but he's really good at marketing himself. So he could, you know, he went on uh, an ESPN cover for the, the nude magazine that they do. It's the whole idea of it is to show athletes naked doing what they do and showing how their bodies are built differently. So like if you look at a rock climber or versus a BMX rider, the, the muscles and the tone, like everything's way different. Um, so he went ahead and did that. He got tons of hate from the BMX community. Nike quit their BMX program. They still sponsored him. He's like a fashion model now and he does bar spins and that's about it. Uh, guy has a lot of swag, I guess, but he's, I don't know. He's like the black sheep of BMX. Recently, we saw a post of him stand next to his bike and then get a running start. So you know how skaters stand there holding their skateboard and then they run and then they jump on their board. Well, they can't pedal. So understandable. Nigel stands next to his bike, runs for about, I don't know, uh, five parking spaces, hops on his bike. It's like, okay, he had a broken chain, right? Then he starts pedaling and then he grinds a ledge. It's like, wait a minute. Why, why are you running next to your bike? If you can pedal the swag, man, it's the swag. I'm telling you he has swag and that's what it's for. Uh, (laughs) I don't know. Maybe people love it, but he posted a post. And it was just basic stuff. I think he did like a 180 bar. He did a jump into the street. And then he slowed down with his very expensive Nike Air Force Ones by sticking them in the tire. He gets Nikes by the handful. And then he goes across the street, does a hop 180 bar on this like this bank thing. Okay. And he posted it. People who follow him love him. They worship him. And he, to set aside the BMX, like in life, you have to be able to market yourself to get anything you want and he's built very very successful personal brand by being himself and chasing these different avenues the thing is bmx pushed him out of it because it's it's not really accepted it's like adam lz pushed out of bmx you know anyone who's made a name for themselves gets pushed out so respect i respect the hustle good job nigel but okay the writing clip he posted that Animal reposted it, and this is what I was seeing when I was looking up stuff for the podcast. Um, (laughs) People aren't really a fan. This guy says, dude's been doing the same shit for over a decade, and people stay defending him. Waffle Nazi says, the Nickelback of BMX, (laughs) because I guess, you know, Nickelback makes music, but not everyone likes Nickelback. Uh, This guy sucks. This is from this MA. This guy sucks. Stop promote him. He didn't progress in years. Always the same boring tricks. So as you can see, there's a handful of hate against Nigel. Is it validated? That's what I'm going to ask you guys. What do you guys think about Nigel? Is he, I mean, does the swag make up for it or is he trying too hard? Is he even a part of BMX anymore? Uh, it's up to you guys. I don't particularly follow him, but I do follow Animal. And like I said before, I respect the hustle and him going out of his way to create a personal brand and getting what's he, what he wants in life. So 
We'll see. We'll see. I'm curious. Leave a comment if you're on the YouTube or DM me if you're listening to the podcast. Let me know because I really am curious what you guys think about this whole situation. There's only two upcoming events right now, and they're not even actually events. So again, from Vital, they did a sit down with Tom, the marketing manager at Source. Tom, fix my affiliate program. Pretty please if you hear this ever. Uh, Anyway, they sat down with him to talk about their event support. So what Source is doing is they're offering support for pretty much any BMX event. And this is really cool. I do think Source and I are on the same page with wanting to grow BMX as a core. I want to get a million people into the sport. Source wants to grow the sport so they can sell more bikes. And this is their way of doing it. So the whole idea is that if let's say I host a BMX jam at the skate park, I promote it and I get a handful of people to come out. I, you know, good vibes and more than just BMXers come out. People come out, they experience it. They see what BMX is like and they get into the sport later on because of it. We were talking about this on the live today. A handful of people got into the sport just from watching a different BMX rider ride bikes. We thought, hey, that's cool. So we got into the sport. And by throwing these different events, you're having that influence on people and you're ultimately growing the sport. And guys, if any of you guys listening to this, you want to throw a jam at your thing, like reach out to me and I'll do what I can to help. But this is a way you can also get that help. So Source is going to provide um, stuff for giveaways. Usually it's going to be just like Source goodies from what I read. Um, different things like that, or even some other brand parts. I think grips are a really popular one, seat, pedals, things like that. Brands in general have no problem throwing out goodies like that to help you with your jam. And I mean, Source obviously isn't the only one to do this. If you reach out to Colt and say, hey, I'm throwing a jam three months from now. Uh, Can I get some pedals and some grips and some stickers? They'll be like, yeah, dude, sure. Um, Your local pizza shop will probably even support it by giving you guys pizza. Things People are very willing to work with you and support if you just ask. But Source is doing this, um, and it's, again, I fully support it. I think it's awesome because growing BMX is what we're all about here at DougsterBob.com. All they ask in return is for you to hang up their banners and shouts them out on social media. Um, and that's that's not much to ask for some free parts. Now, I did want to say that uh, for my real job, we had a request. Somebody was requesting us to uh, do advertising for their event. I think it was a marathon. And what they wanted, it was like, you guys get a banner at our event. You get a table. You get, um, you know, spots in social media, all this stuff. Okay. Uh, probably a little bit more than, I mean, depending on the media coverage, a lot more from what source would get out of an event. Maybe a big event like Swamp Fest, something like that, would give them a lot of coverage um, and they support things like that. But anyway, this marathon company or this marathon was like, for this package, this platinum tier 18 package, you know, the best package, it's only $25,000. And I'm like, oh my God, that's, that's some real money. And they're just like, there's different tiers. You know, one person gets that super high tier, then there's a 15,000, a 10,000, a 5,000. Then a basic one for like two thousand, and I'm like, oh my god! And people pay that, you know, companies pay that for just to be a part of it and get their name out there. So I mean, 
When people take advantage of this thing for Source, Source is getting an incredibly good deal because I think Tom understands the influence point. So when people first get into the sport, they're, they don't have any uh, affiliations with brands. They don't have any, uh, what's the word? Preconceived notions, uh, things like that. So when I get into the sport, I research a bike. And whichever bike I buy, I'm going to love that brand because I feel connected to it. So like, let's say my first bike is a fit. I'm like, fit is the best, obviously, because I'm riding a fit. And I tell my friends, fit is awesome. I bought it from source. I, I can't wait to buy these new fit blade forks for my new fit. And that's how BMX works. It's like the first company to grab the attention has that customer until they mess up. Um, and so by source being the gateway to sell that bike, and by advertising at these events where people are converted into BMX lovers, they're getting a really good deal. Um, so just wanted to dive deep on that because I like talking about this kind of stuff. I think that's really interesting. But again, if you guys are throwing an event, Google this, uh, the source event support and get some help with your event so that it can be a killer event. The second thing in this upcoming section I'm trying to do this like without stopping so I don't have to edit it and it gets so tiring. <laughs> um, but Vans is cooking up something. So I saw Angie posting something about uh, when you ride with Dennis Anderson and he convinces you to send it, but you are not Dennis Anderson and she's covered in dirt, her elbows cut open. And so obviously he convinced her to send it and she was not ready to send it. So um, she tagged Vans said working on something for vans okay and then paris also posted a picture where she's at with a, a different person filming for vans so i think this is just speculation but obviously the girls are working on something for vans and it's also national women's month i think 99 percent sure i didn't know this for work um so anyway, I think they're going to be working on a, a woman's appreciation or motivation type thing. This comes up a lot in the podcast because the women right now are pioneering away in BMX, and I think it's pretty cool. They're not anywhere near the level as male BMX, but we've already talked about why that is. And I think it's, again, really cool. I'm curious to see what Vans is cooking up, and I hope it's something incredible. The next thing is a rider radar. And I couldn't really think of anyone. So I think last week was Logan Martin. Uh, should be Logan Martin every week because he kills it. But I did want to talk about Sean Burns because I ended up... So this is the second best BMX podcast. Unclicked is clearly the first. Uh, it's a great podcast. And this last one, they sat down with Sean Burns, which is crazy because I just talked about him in my podcast before that one. And they sat down with Sean to talk about a few things like him getting back on the bike bone death and everything like that but they uh they went through some of sean's clips on there i think god is it ryan ryan that's on the podcast with him he said these are some of my favorite clips so they played them and sean would talk about it and he is just insane guys some of the stuff on this this oh my god if you guys haven't actually watched sean ride right now stop the podcast go google sean burns and watch a couple things the the one story was about their uh this church roof gap so he dropped off a, a church roof into another roof and then 
had to jump off his bike. His bike went into a fence, broke the fence. He twisted his ankle and he got sued. He went to court, showed them the clip, said, look, I didn't hurt the roof. I hurt the fence, but I fixed the fence. And he got like a class five sprain or something on his ankle out of that. So it was just crazy to watch, man. All of those clips. And we talked about him in, I think the first one, uh, he's back on the bike trying his best. He did say in the podcast that he's struggling with, uh, like the video of the table. He was trying as hard as he could to actually click that table. And to us, it doesn't look like that, but he, he is struggling but he's building up the strength. So it's really cool. I'm glad he's back on the bike. There's only two product releases that I came across. The first one was a Sabrosa Rose pedal. And they talked about it. It's not out yet. And here's what they said. Nothing. They didn't say anything. They posted it. They said prototype something, something about making a pedal better than it already is. And that's it. They don't give us any insight, but it was something I had to put it in here. And it looks like the middle is concave. So the outside parts of the grip are a little higher up. The middle's a little lower. So I imagine your feet sit in there better. And you also get some better grip with the pedals. One thing that concerns me is, have you guys ever been doing like a, a 180 and you go to bail off by sliding your foot off to the side, but it catches so you don't and you die? That happens to me a lot. And with something like this, I know that would happen a lot more. Because your foot's there on the pedal and it's, it's in there, you know, because it concaves down. Your foot is in there. And then you try and slide it off to the side. It's going to get caught. You're going to die. But maybe not. Maybe they're great pedals. I don't know. We will have to keep seeing as Sabrosa develops more. The uh, second thing is a Mind Tricks slash, I think, box tee. What do they call it? A Mind Tricks t-shirt. We talked about Mind Tricks a little bit ago. Um, in two podcasts ago, I want to say it's uh, Nikita and Pat Kelly founded it, but they're doing a, a t-shirt. Yeah, box palm, not box tea. Mind tricks, box tea, box palm. God, mind tricks, box cop. <laughs> mind tricks, box palm t-shirt. It just says mental health matters and has a brain riding a BMX bike kind of cool but again it goes on you know you could talk about the mental health aspect of bmx we talked about it in the live is why uh one of my older edits when everything was going on when i was getting into it how it was a good escape for me so if you guys support that you support nikita i guess go scoop a t-shirt and uh yeah mental health matters especially in bmx and you know that is it I feel like this one went forever, but maybe it's just because I did the live already. So I talked for an hour. Now I'm talking again. But guys, if you made it this far, um, I'm going to be traveling this next week and weekend. So I might not be. I wanted to film this early to make sure that it went out as it was supposed to. And videos are, are set. The lives might be a little bit off, but go check the channel because I'll have them scheduled as to when I'm able to do them. And I might just pop on. So I might just say, oh, I have time right now. I'm going to pop on from my phone, do this live. But if you guys know why I'm going back out to California, what project I'm working on, then you know. If you don't know, you're going to hear about it soon. I, guys, we're getting so close to finishing. And I'm very, very excited to share the last six months of work uh, with you all. It's going to be great. And I'm excited to share it with you. So leave a comment. Tell me what you agreed with and what you didn't agree with. I'm going to try and incorporate more stories into these podcasts because one, 
They're fun to talk about. Two, you guys voted on YouTube and said you liked stories as your favorite part of the podcast. So we're going to get into that. And I don't know. I don't know what else I should say in the outro. So that's it. If you're driving, drive safe. If you're just listening, I appreciate you. Thank you for being a part of the community. We will see you guys on the live. And, uh, and yeah, have a great day.